Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, it's me, Ed Dyson That was my um, Valentina impression Sorry about that. Um, Today we've got a very special United Queendom episode for you because instead of Charlie and I wittering on about, um, well, God only knows what, it's an interview special with three amazing queens. We've got our adopted national treasure, Miss Courtney Act, the Thunder from Down Under, who's known for appearing on such reality shows as, well, I'm not going to name them all, otherwise this episode will be like four hours long. And we're keeping this one brief, but we all know and love Courtney, of course. Uh, we asked her about the great news that Dancing on Ice will feature a same-sex couple on the new series, as H from Steps will be the first celeb to dance with another man. They're gonna stop all night now. Sorry about that as well. Good song, though. Um, here Courtney is speaking at the Attitude Awards last week. Do you, do you think that you um, had some kind of inspiration for this happening? Oh, look, I'd hope so. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I've heard that, like, McDonald's will use Australia as a test market. Chicken Big Mac, it's true. McCafe. Yeah. They test all of their stuff on us Australians. So I feel like me doing a same-sex partnership on Dancing with the Stars may have just been a litmus test for the rest of the world. I think so as well. The rest of the English-speaking world, because <laughs> it had been done in the non-English-speaking world already. <laughs> what, do you, what do you make of... Uh, UK RuPaul's show. I love it. Yeah. RuPaul's it's so show. Good. Tell you the one straight man here, James. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> you do know you watch it. That's blasphemous here. Um, I love it. I think that um, it's it's just it's it's not Drag Race America, which I think is such a wonderful thing. It's like a real breath of fresh air. The queens are totally different. Um, to quote Vicky O'Hara. Um, this is a show for people with talent, not a show for people who know how to buy nice shoes. Willem. And I think, in some ways, Drag Race has become a little bit of a show for people who know how to buy nice shoes. But I think Drag Race UK is a show for people with talent. So you're saying they don't have nice shoes? No, they don't. They have busted <laughs> shoes. But at least they Vivian have flippers. Fla- fla- at least they have flippers covering their teeth. So. <laughs> well, I would say there's not many good-looking drag. James, not, not on this, not on the UK series. You shouldn't talk about drag race. in the eye of the beholder. Maybe. <laughs> I reckon, I've heard baggage, f- baggage hips bangs like the Dunny Door and the wind. <laughs> wind being the operative yeah. word. <laughs> um, who are you rooting for? Uh, I love Bagger and I love the Vivian. Did you already and kind you know of? What? I weirdly, okay, I didn't know Scaredy Cat, and I didn't. Um, I didn't, I was ready to not like them. And like in the very beginning, I was like, nah, don't like her. And then by the end, I was like, oh, I think she might be like my other favorite. Like there was just something about her that I kind of found fascinating. Do you not feel like you're trained to not have those reactions because you've been on the show and know what it's like for to be kind of not misrepresented but you know well, the what I mean. The thing about television is or the thing about any like any story that you're told you only know what you see and even if you think like oh that's not that's not how it happened you don't actually know how it happened so your brain just watches it and you know I I it's a show you're going to watch it and make judgments about it but obviously you know you take it with a grain of salt and everyone is like you still secretly hate them when you see them in real life so <laughs> everyone is mentioning your name about Drag Race Australia and I think they're going to do it until you're either on it or not uh, so what is happening <laughs> oh I'd love to do it uh, you know waiting for the phone call can you not like just make it happen because I feel like they're embarrassed I think they're like oh my god Courtney's the perfect person but we've created this awkwardness and now we have to <laughs> well ITV Australia are the production company for it and, um, and they certainly got my phone number so 
Well, it won't be as good if you're not the judge. I wholeheartedly agree. And they have Brooklyn Heights doing Canada, and like it'd be rude not to. It has to have. I'm, maybe I'm going to be the one who has to do this campaign. Okay. I yeah, think. Start the campaign. Other TV. Have you got anything else coming up here? I do, but I can't tell you what it is. Oh, okay. But something around Christmas time. I'm going to say you had the spectacular last year, didn't you? So part two of that, maybe. Uh, it's not that, but um, it is going to be fun. And um, I, I, I hope they, they always replay a Christmas special, don't they? Mm-hmm. I hope my, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to email Channel 4 tomorrow and say, is that queued up on the, on the player? In about 20 years, maybe. Oh, is that all? Let it play it the next year. <laughs> wait 20 years. And do you ever still um, have the odd shag with Andrew Brady, or is that over now? <laughs> I've never had an odd shag with Andrew Brady. <laughs> Just normal shag, but... <laughs> I've had no shags with Andrew Brady. He's in Australia at the moment. Um, he's been Doing like, Drag Race Australia. Living his, yeah, he's actually hosting Drag Race Australia. <laughs> no, he, um, he's been um, travelling. He's been doing like his gap year a little bit late and yeah. travelling around Australia. Um, but he's been having a lovely time, he said. So he's, I don't know what he... He said something poetic about like how beautiful Australia is and how much he's been loving it. And yeah, it sounds like he's having a good time. I'm not there. He wants to be real close. To be here. <laughs> um, and everyone, because of drag race, you go. Everyone's talking about how drag is different here. Is it similar to Australia in the UK, or is it more like America? I think that Australian drag is not like either style. If you think about Priscilla Queen of the Desert, which is kind of a touchstone for drag globally, I like to think. Um, I think Australian drag has got a real sense of humour, a real wit to a lot of the visuals. Um, drag queens in Australia love a big production show so like choreography and performance is a big thing um, I just think it'll be different I think every every country has its own flavour and I think I think it's a really smart move to like show show drag from around the world because it makes it mixes up the American drag race which is you know 12 seasons in now Cartiac's Drag Race Australia <laughs> yeah or I could just do um, I could just call Heidi Klum and ask her because she's doing a drag race in Germany but it's not a, a yeah, drag she's... race brand it's her own brand and someone else is on it Conchita that's it yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, um, I can just give Heidi a call if, if I don't get the call for <laughs> drag race Australia so like Heidi can I have your alternate version thank you for talking just partly we love you Courtney there speaking at the Attitude Awards and I'd like to apologise that somehow a straight man got past security during that chat and managed to actually ask Courtney a question. I won't allow that to happen again. Do you like how aggressive I got, though, with Courtney when I was trying to force her to do Drag Race Australia? Um, also, for any international listeners we don't know uh, who don't know who Andrew Brady is, he competed with Courtney on our Celebrity Big Brother in the UK, and many people thought they were actually falling in love before our very eyes on the show, hence my mortifying um, odd shag question. Next up, we have a chat with an incredible queen who isn't on Drag Race. Yes, that's right. It's not all about Drag Race, folks. At the uh, Specsavers Awards recently, I caught up with the incomparable Cheddar Gorgeous. Say cheese. Here she is. We're recapping um, every episode of Drag Race UK. Yeah. So as one of the um, yeah, most well-known drag queens in the country, did you, did you watch it? Of course I did. Watch I was there watching. No, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it live um, when it came out. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's great actually. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, really cool. 
think it's really nice to see something in its early stage. I think it's got so much room for growth. Yeah, also, they were pulling out stuff that was really, really British, but a really, really high standard. I don't think it has the same polish at the moment as the American show, but that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Because I think, actually, you need to scrape some of that polish off sometimes to really see the wood underneath. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's maybe what we're going to get from this. I, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Who are you um, rooting for to win? Well, it's controversial. Probably friends with them, aren't you? Well, I'm, I'm, friends with, I'm friends with three of them. So I know Blue, and I know Viv, and I know um, Davina. And I feel like it might be controversial because I don't know whether I want Davina or Viv to win. But I want it to be one of those guys. Because I just feel like they're the strongest. Davina's just got this amazing heart of gold. If you know Davina. Yeah. She has such... Her head's in the right place. Her heart's in the right place. She always does and says all the right things. She's a real advocate for different communities. I absolutely love everything she does. But Vivian, she's just fucking fierce as fuck, isn't she? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) She's a fucking cunt, and I love her. You know what I mean? She's in that kind of really nice, like, bit of a bitch but really really lovely but also looks absolutely stunning also like she cut it and I quite like that that combination <laughs> that's your taste yeah yeah I agree and I who love... are you looking for who do you want to win do you know I think I'd agree with you I think my favourites are the Vivian and Tavina to because Tavina's from near me in Yorkshire yeah and the Vivian I just I mean I, I grew up watching like Lily Savage and yeah. having the reminiscence exactly. of that it really is exciting for me so they're both distinctly British yet both two different ends of the spectrum yeah. and I think that's what's so exciting about I feel like the competition we're going to see emerging between those two because I think that's what's going to happen don't count everyone else out yet though I'm not counting Who everyone else out there's so many really really fabulous beautiful queens on there well so many fabulous queens on there I don't know whether all of them are beautiful but <laughs> Um, you have such a variety across the board. I love Blue Hydrangea. I think Blue Hydrangea is the one who's who I feel the most synergy with because she does these really, really mad out there diverse looks and she's all about kind of transforming herself into these fabulous different creatures. So I absolutely fucking love Blue. And who, who doesn't love Bag of Chips? It's impossible not to love Bag of Chips. Not only for the fact that she's really, really funny, but there's this essence of really traditional British drag that she's bringing out. So you can't help but root for that. So if I had a top three at this point, that's why I'd won. Bagger, Viv, Davina. And is it annoying um, for being one of the top drag queens in the country that everyone's going to be asking constantly, are you on it? Are you going to be on it? Are you... Well, we've had that for years. Yeah. So that's, that's something that's not anything new, really. And, you know, I probably would have applied this year um, if uh, we weren't doing Drag SOS. Like, yeah. So that came up, and literally we finished filming that RuPaul's Drag Race UK got announced. So we were all tired and had nothing to wear. Um, <laughs> but who knows, maybe next year I will. I think the only thing that would ever prevent me, and one of the things I consistently say when people ask that question, because it is the big question they ask, when are we going to see RuPaul's Drag Race? I do feel a bit off about the fact that the show still excludes women. Because for me, in practice, nowadays you have um, AFAB performers, assigned female at birth performers, doing drag everywhere up and down the country. It's a really normal established thing within the drag community. And actually, it's not that crazy and out there a thing. And drag is very, very diverse and very, very open. And also, historically, there's no real precedent to um, say that women are not allowed to do this art, except for the classic question, which is patriarchal oppression. Women shouldn't be allowed to do something. So I think, for me, 
whether I do it or not might hinge on whether the competition opens up to allow my AFAB sisters and my trans sisters better access to it. That's the only critique I'd ever have about the show, actually, because I think the show's done an amazing thing for drag, and it's wonderful. Yeah, a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. I have a weird feeling that maybe Scaredy Cat's girlfriend might get cast on next season. Oh, really? Why so, do you think that? I just think because there's a storyline with it, so I think if they ever were to go there, they might like to link it to someone else, so it's not as controversial. Anything you can get through that door to open that door up is necessary, and I think if you look at Dracula... Because, you know, it's not all about RuPaul's Drag Race. And I know RuPaul would definitely agree. She doesn't want that burden and that responsibility of all being about Drag Race. You look at Dracula, you have Landon Sider on there. You've got Hello Eve on there, who are both amazing representatives of drag queens with vaginas, right? They do. Have you, do you watch the show? Yeah, I've Fucking amazing show. And they're pulling out, they're consistently pulling out these women and Landon Sider. I just think it's destined for the win, personally. Um, which would be wonderful. And I think that's what we have to remember, that maybe RuPaul's Drag Race doesn't have to do everything. Yeah. Maybe as a community, we need to get behind other things that will really, really show off the diversity of drag. Yeah, create your own platforms as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, RuPaul has a particular open door that would be lovely if she let some people in. But at the end of the day, it's RuPaul's Drag Race. It always has been RuPaul's Drag Race. So I guess maybe they will continue to see drag through the lens of RuPaul, which is fine, it's her show. Well, I think it's going to run for years in this country, and I can imagine yeah. you being a winner. I mean, I think Stop. other people say that I as well. Can't sew, can't do hair, like, can't act, can't do comedy, can barely lip sync, can't sing. I don't think I'd stand a chance, but who knows? <laughs> Watch this space. You're setting up an underdog story, I know what you're doing. Right, right, that's it. In fact, I'm the perfect contestant for them. Well, I did drag for so many years, but didn't actually have any drag talents. <laughs> Things are probably going to go out in the first week. Cut to win. Um, and do you know if Drag OSS is coming back? Uh, I don't think it is. Yeah. yeah. It's such an amazing it thing to do, though. It was great. I loved it. It was a really, really wonderful thing. We'll see. We'll see. And I think the Channel are... Um, I don't think Channel 4 are that interested in it anymore, as far as I know. But we don't know where it's going to end up. And I'm just... It's, been, it's a lot of work. It was brilliant. I'm very, very proud of it. Um, so it would be amazing if we did a second season, but I guess it's watch this space and see what happens. It frees you up for Drag Race now, potentially. Right, right there we go. I can just keep on going. I'm going to do all the shows. I'll do Britain's Got Talent too. I'm getting like Courtney Act, aren't I? Jesus. <laughs> no one can keep up with that bitch. Oh, thank you so much for talking to me, Cheddar. No United Queendom. That was Cheddar speaking at the Specsavers Awards. Notice that she asked me if I watched Dragula, and I said yes. That was what I like to call a barefaced lie. Listen to it again, I think you'll be able to tell. Lastly, but by certainly no means least, <laughs> we have one of the most iconic queens to ever hail from Drag Race, Peppermint! Again, at the Attitude Awards, I got to meet her for the very, very first time, and she was even more lovely than I imagined, just before she went out to collect the Attitude Inspiration Award, powered by Jaguar. Here she is. So, have you got a chance to watch Drag Race UK yet? I have not watched it yet, and I'm so excited, but I haven't seen it yet. And uh, obviously, you're one of the top names people talk about when they want to talk about all-stars and coming back to Drag Race. Is that something you would ever do? Oh, of course I would consider it, absolutely. You must have already been asked. I won't say whether I have or not. But you've, um, you've been busy with so many other things, haven't you? Did Broadway? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's been quite... I've had, I've had quite a rewarding 
post-drag race career. And so um, finding the time would be the most, um, the hardest, the most difficult thing, you know, to, to in consideration. So it wouldn't be about whether I'd want to go back, it'd be whether the time would work, you know. Uh, well, I see you as a future winner, and I'm not just saying that. Uh, I think you. that will happen. <laughs> um, so what, um, have you got more acting uh, jobs lined up at the moment? Yeah, I'm on a, new, a brand new show, in this, two st shows in the States. Uh, one's on Fox Television and one's on CBS. Uh, called God Friended Me and Deputy. Um, yeah, and so I'm celebrating those right now. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you um, finding it, like, the, with all the big acting gigs? Did you feel at first a little bit, like, intimidated, or did you just take to it like a duck to water? Uh, well, I went, a lot of people don't know, but I went to college and studied acting oh. um, before I ever did drag, and so it was kind of like a duck to water, you know, I mean, I don't know, I can't give myself any awards, but I, I knew what I was getting into, you know, and so I just had to dust off those old school books. <laughs> are, are you getting time to do many, like, traditional drag shows at the moment, or is it all the acting? I'm doing a couple of things, but I'm, I'm really um, focused right now on recording a new album, I'm writing and producing a new album right now, and so that's my main focus, um, and also acting. But I do occasional drag appearances. You know, I'm here now, and there's some other things that are coming down the line. Uh, when do you think the album might be out? It'll be out in 2020, at the, in the spring of 2020. Oh, thank God. And you are genuinely one of my favorite lip syncers that's ever been on the show. Well, what you. would you, if like a young drag queen was asking you for tips on lip syncing, what would you say? Oh my gosh, I would say I'm asking learn, <laughs> learn, no one ever tells this, anybody this, but learn the difference between the backup singers and the lead vocals on the song. There's always a difference. So you have to make a decision about which ones you're going to do. Oh, I do do that wrong. I lip sync the whole thing. Yeah. And I always think that's impressive. You'd be like, you do the not? ooh, and then, then like, you, you can't sing every part because then it's confusing to the to the viewer. That's my thing. Oh, well, I could watch your lip syncs all day. I absolutely love them. Um, so were you familiar with any of the Drag Race UK queens before um, they were cast on the show? No. I wasn't. All new to no, you. Yeah. So you can have an unbiased opinion when you watch yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, I know the Vivian and I'm in love with her. Um, and so, you know, so you're rooting that's who I'm rooting for because that's the only one I know! The track race it changes from episode to episode, doesn't it? It sure well, does. The, the leader minute. of the pack just changes all the time. So. <laughs> Uh, do you um, think about what would happen if you had won season nine? Do you think things would be different, or do you think? Uh, I think I'd have a hundred thousand dollars more in my pocket, <laughs> um, but I don't. I, 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 I can't imagine my life having been any better now, having the opportunity to, um, you know, to do Broadway and to do so many of the wonderful things that I've done that I might not have been able to do had I been the winner, because you know, there's a, a few commitments that the winner that's has. True, yeah and a few freedoms that the first runner-up has. So that's your advice to people, don't win. Don't win, don't win, don't even strive for it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for talking to Peppermint. Why y'all acting brand new? Who's after Peppermint? Oh God, what was that? Um, no one's after Peppermint uh, because we're actually done now. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed that interview special. Next week, we're lining up um, one with the Brit crew. Ooh, matron. And uh, of course, our recap episode is out every Monday, as always. And as ever, share, share, share. Snap out of it. Right, that's enough now. Latest, bruv. Bye. United